Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is the Rich Eisen Show. That's what I'm talking about, Daddy. That's what we're talking about, Daddy. We're making it happen here. I know no people are doing this, baby. That's what it is. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I tell you, Rich Eisen, you're doing a tremendous job. The Rich Eisen Show. Boom. Boom. Earlier on the show, ESPN NFL reporter Jeff Darlington. Coming up, Sports Illustrated writer Jack McCallum. Grammy Award-winning recording artist Macklemore. Plus, co-host of Peacock's Brother from Another, Michael Hawley. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We're thrilled to have you with us here today on a... Uh, first Thursday in March. Not going to lie, everybody who's sitting here uh, listening to our show, watching our show, we're, we're kind of waiting for a couple of shoes to drop in the NFL. And it seems like you're beginning to see some trickles of some names of being cut, like Golden Tate was cut by the Giants or released by the Giants. Yeah. Kyle Van Noy by the Miami Dolphins a couple of days ago. Al Rudolph. That's right. Jared Cook was cut, huh? It was Jared Cook released Jared by Cook. the New yeah. Orleans Saints? Yep. I'll tell you what, man. He he. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, man. I I, I just went Gruden. <laughs> I just went. Whenever Gruden. you say, "I'll tell you what," you have to say no, no. that like Gruden. I guess or, I should say hello to Raider Nation Radio. That's uh, just come on the air. Like uh, Caliendo doing show. Gruden. Though. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> tell you what, man. <laughs> uh, Jared Cook is a guy that's a that's a nice that's a nice player who can who can add nice that's nice last little piece, right? Are you I mean? calling him solid? Oh, Don oh. Bowie puts out. This is the only picture we have of Jared was that that fumble against, <laughs> oh, Don, against the Bucks. That was the turning point, dude. That was the turning point of that was the turning point of what could be Drew Brees' last game. True, yes. still. That could be. That's it. And was that? I was Antoine Winfield who knocked it loose, right? The kid. I uh, he was good player, man. They were. Come on, that defense good, was good player. I still can't believe the Bucks did it. I can. You know, and I still can't believe again that 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 you know here we are, um, in 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 this month after the Super Bowl, we're coming up on the one month anniversary of it happening, and I still just can't believe Brady's numbers, dude. It was I, amazing I, last year. Again, what's crazy? Let's just re- review it here, and I know we're yeah, we're, we're we're already in the in the month after blush, and he's already spoken to James Corden about the about the the trophy flip and stuff like that, but. He won his first three Super Bowls in his first four years, right? He won four years as a starter. As a starter, right? Yeah. He won three out of four after he started. And then not again until he was a 39-year-old. 39 years of age. 38. Uh, 38? I thought he was 39 on the actual day. That he now, beat the Seattle. The, they the, won the 14 season. He was 37, actually. Okay. Yeah. And then not again until he was 37. But he went 10 years. Which I think is another record yeah. for him. Longest between Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. So then he wins as a 37-year-old. Yeah. And then he's won four of the last seven. 
And he's won four <laughs> in the last seven. He's won more from 37 and on than he did yeah. 37, 36 and below. Yeah. It's crazy. And that's why maybe, you know, you're sitting there, you're Aaron Rodgers, and you're like, I got five, six, seven more years left. Why can't I go rip off four out of the next six? Tom did. And you're Russell Wilson and saying, you know, I've got 10, 12 more years left. Why can't I rip off six of the next few? Tom did. Or is Tom the only one who can? This guy. <laughs> this That's, guy. That should be the new NFL logo. <laughs> Which is him, what, with his shades and a boat? Just him, like, hammering few, on the boat, yeah, a backwards few, hat. A, a, few, <laughs> like... a, a few avocado uh, tequila shots into the day. Yeah. Perfectly <laughs> tan, like, expensive watch, Lombardi. Like, let's go. I don't remember the last time I was, like, Blackout on a boat? Not blackout on a boat, but just... <laughs> blackout on a boat. A couple of weeks ago for me. Uh, I guess I, I don't remember the... I, I'm, uh, what the hell? I don't remember the last time I was stumbling drunk. <laughs> you know? Either. I don't remember the last time... I, you do? I remember the last time me and Chris Brockman were both. Wait, when was that? Super Bowl. Super Bowl party? Yeah. Oh, in Minneapolis? Minneapolis. Yeah. Like, both of us. Oh, well, that's rare for Brockman. That's rare for me. But that was we, the end of the week. Yeah, it was like yeah. the end of the week. It was Friday. Friday. That's right. Today it, it ends Friday. in Y with Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> but I, I just don't remember the last time I I was overserved with my children around either. Oh, right. <laughs> Dad, no. It might be, it might be you know, pre-pandemic when I'm cooking. Yeah. And, Maybe your birthday and party a couple years ago. When I was oh, 50th? My 50th, I treated like a wedding. Like, I okay. didn't want to, like, oh. last thing I wanted to do was... For my fiftieth, with friends yourself. around, yeah. not embarrass myself, or just have the night cut short because I had, you know, I couldn't right. get through it. My fiftieth was like the last day on earth, actually, for me. Yeah, but like, like, <laughs> like giggling and being carried out by, you know, <laughs> fantastic by one of your teammates. I, we've all, you know, like was I don't Gabbert, right, carrying him out. Was that Gabbert? I don't know. I don't think that was Gabbert. No. But TJ put it right. You should have put him on the inside. Oh, you're right. Yeah, like I, I, I can school these guys on, on how to get a drunk person out without paparazzi taking him. TJ was definitely on. He should have been That's on the funny. inside. You know, you shield him. <laughs> Take you know, care of your boy. I remember the last time I got that drunk. I remember the drunkest I'd ever been, though. Wow. Was, and it was awful. <laughs> I've had some fun. It, was, it, was it when you played uh, video games with Carnell Lake and Rod Woodson's bar? Now, or? And the funny thing is that my old boss took me to a party in Paul Allen, the late uh, Seahawk, and I wanted to meet Paul Allen really bad, and she was going to introduce me, and I got real nervous for some reason, so I kept drinking, Yes, and I kept drinking, and I kept drinking, and then finally I was sitting in a chair, and I thought I was having a stroke, because oh my God. the right side of my body was super hot, and this girl I work with, my friend Lee, I was like, she's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, Lee, I think I'm having a stroke. She goes, honey, you're sitting by the fireplace. And I turned. Ladies and gentlemen. Huge fireplace here. Jay Jefferson. And I thought I was having a stroke because I was and real he hasn't hot. had a drink since. No. I mean, what, I mean, imagine being so drunk you don't notice a fireplace sitting right next to you that made the entire right side of your body hot. Like, well, we need to know if uh, if uh, Baker Mayfield was uh, a few cocktails in uh, before he hit send <laughs> oh on his, his latest tweet that's gotten a lot oh of people goodness. going on. All right, before we get to that, though, we got uh, some other AFC North quarterback news. What do we got? Pittsburgh Steelers just sent out a tweet. Ooh. Okay. New contract. For Big Ben? For Ben Roethlisberger. 2021. 
Do we have dollars million? and cents? Do we have dollars and cents? I haven't seen dollars and cents yet. Kevin Colbert in a statement. We're excited. We were able to come to an agreement with Ben <laughs> on a new contract for him to return in 2021. We know he can still play at a high level and do special things. You see, but that, if he had only said that like three weeks ago, but his statement where he would only allow that Ben was a human being that was on planet Earth who could fog up a mirror if necessary, then he just happened to still be under contract <laughs> with the Pittsburgh Steelers, what perhaps led to the whole deal getting eventually done in the meeting between Ben and, and Art Rooney. Rooney. <laughs> so do we know it's for it's just for 2021 just for 2021 we don't know the details and dan not patrick's I'm, not uh, around to pry I'm right keeping now keeping an We're eye on, on, Ad, right on adam's uh Schefter's Twitter. okay all right i'm going on some pittsburgh uh, twitter and see if i can find so what do you think should we do an over under over under his jersey oh I'll, it's the over on his jersey number it's got i was about to hit 15 million was my over under oh I, I that's, that's the that's the because don't forget it I think his number was 19 and there you know the cap's going to be less and Juju Smith-Schuster is up you know so you got to be he, he gone right Juju's gone I don't know why now that Ben's back he might not be well, maybe well, maybe does Juju like playing with Ben oh, not a minute. I saw a list of uh, Deontay Johnson really came on yeah Pittsburgh Steelers are 15 million under the cap they they you know they're they're hamstrung yeah they're cap strung right now so and that number's important so that number's gonna have to be helped one would say by Ben here 19 million becomes what I'm going to take the under on 15. I'm going to take under on 15. I think it's... So how that. about... So hold on. Let's, then let's change, let's change it. Uh, I would say 12 and a half. I'll still take the over on that. One dollar. Nicely done, Mike Del Cusco. Hey. Over on 12 and a half? Good, coming on contestants row. What about the walking boot? How is that? Uh, ha, 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 ha. You know what? Uh, <laughs> that comes with Big Ben, man. It just yeah, it, it comes, it comes part and parcel. So does, by the way, a first ballot Hall of Fame career. I, sure. I will just say this. I will say this. It doesn't matter what the number is. They had to find it. Mason Rudolph was not winning the AFC North in 2021 for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, they signed Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins wasn't winning the yeah. AFC North in 2021 for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers will enter the season, and I'm sure Tomlin will use it. The Pittsburgh Steelers will enter the season, despite being the final win, uh, undefeated team in the 2020 season. They will come into the AFC North in third place going into the season with everybody's predictions. Third place, it will be... And you'll see a lot of, hey, it's going to be the Browns' world and it's totally changed, and you'll see a lot of the Ravens are are, are, are the people um, that, that have got it most together. But Big Ben's coming back, and good friend, he could have easily tapped out, I'm going to be a dad, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, because got, because the Steelers were 11-0, and 0, but where do you think, you think, would you put the Steelers even, let's check this out right now, Chris. Are the Steelers even top 10 in a town where Mo Green has no plaque signpost or statue honoring the fact that he helped found it? For Super Bowl or AFC? 2021 odds? Super Bowl champions Stand in a by. certain town where Brent Musburger calls games, in a certain town where Rich Eisen show is on Raider Nation Radio, in that town. Las Vegas, Nevada. All right, give me a I'm second. just going to hit the right on the head. What are the damn odds? 
Give me a second. I, I mean, you don't have that. You don't have that like bookmarked at the uh, top of your uh, I mean, the top I, of your Chrome. I, I mean, my God. I would think <laughs> well, you ever on, see he's just a safari, Rich. Don't get it twisted. He's got like seventy. I got a lot of tabs. Yeah. Tabs open. Nah, Steelers are not top ten. Give it to me. Steelers right now are thirty-five to one. Ooh, ooh that's a nice. Who pick. are the teams better uh, positioned in this? Arizona. No, I just want everyone to know I don't condone this sort of behavior. <laughs> Arizona thirty-three to one. Miami thirty to one. Miami. Dallas twenty eight to one. Is that good? <laughs> Seattle twenty five to one. New Orleans twenty five to one. Indy twenty five to one. Baltimore twenty to one. Cleveland eighteen to one. San Francisco sixteen to one. Buffalo fourteen to one. Now you're getting the into Rams thirteen to one. The Rams. Green Bay twelve to one. Tampa. Is let's see, what are they? Thirteen to two, so that's plus six fifty. Chiefs five to one. The Steelers aren't even inhaling distance. That's crazy. Ben could have easily said, you know what? Uh, I'm looking at the landscape and saying I don't want to, you know, go out <laughs> fighting for a wild card. You're you know, th- and, your and three it, long shots. You know, Detroit, Houston, and Jacksonville one fifty to one. All right, just. For my own edification, where are the JETS on? <laughs> hundred to one. Hundred to one. Lay that money down, Rich. Just oh, in front please. of the Cincinnati Bengals. Do you know what? It's so funny. People are like, "Why don't you do that sort of thing?" First of all, I'm not allowed as an NFL employee. As a matter of fact, I I I frown. Yes, you really do. But I, I just, what's the point? It's just the dumbest. It's so. It's just what? Why, why would I risk any of that stuff? Why would I do such a thing? So, um, hundred to one, huh? Can you do me a favor and screenshot that right now? Sure. Because I'm just wondering if Dak signs long-term, how that 28-1 to changes. That's a good point. I'm wondering if the Jets get Deshaun Watson, how that 100-1 to changes, or how that 30-1 to changes for Miami if they get Deshaun Watson. I'm just wondering how that sort of stuff works. It would change drastically with an addition of Deshaun Watson. Jets weren't winning the Super Bowl with Deshaun Watson in 2021. 2022, 2023 is a different matter. <laughs> you know? By the way, guys, you know, we spoke about Juju earlier. Did yeah. you see Brockman? You may have seen it. Uh, with Ryan Garcia? Taking the Ryan yeah. Garcia body shot challenge. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, no, on Instagram. He's I sent it to what, Don Bowie. Purple so. or blue hair? Juju's got some funky hair going on. A little funky hair. Too. You know what? <sighs> Let's just talk about something seriously, uh, a little more serious than that, if you don't mind. I don't mean to just like totally um, change the subject to something more serious. Did Baker Mayfield see a UFO? I'm really wondering. <laughs> Apparently he did. Or he and his, his wife. Like, did like, Mr. and happening? Mrs. Mayfield driving along, what was it? Is, are they in Oklahoma or is it Ohio? Do we? I don't know where, I don't they know where it was. They might live here. I don't um, know. He, I think it was uh, in his tweet. Do we have the tweet, if you don't mind? Uh, oh, he said the okay. location where he was well, you see, he's got the tweet, right? And um, he said that basically he and his wife were driving. Lake Travis. So that might be in that might be in Texas. Okay. So read it out, Chris. What are you saying? Oh, so he said, almost 100% am his wife, and I just saw a UFO drop straight out of the sky. It's a reservoir in Texas. On our way home from dinner. We stopped. And looked at each other and asked if either of us saw it. Very bright ball of light going straight down out of the sky towards Lake Travis. Anybody else witness this? And uh, what are the responses? Are they? Are they? Are there, Chris? Are the responses mostly people who are wondering 
if they did in fact see the same thing or or is it just lockstep in a completely different direction from it's this kind, tweet? It's kind of a different direction. What's the direction that it's in, Chris? What's the what's, uh, what's the direction I mean, that it's a, in? A lot, a lot of people uh, doing fake Colin Coward takes. <laughs> A lot of good memes on, on on his response. Because, you know, you don't want your quarterbacks talking about UFOs in the offseason. Right. You want them in the film room because right. no UFOs in the film room. Right. Tom but Brady's what, not seeing What would you UFOs? rather have from your quarterback, though, him seeing aliens or him seeing ghosts? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like, Great question. Which one? Aliens. Great question. <laughs> <laughs> on behalf of the team that took the quarterback after Baker Mayfield. <laughs> seeing ghosts. I'd rather the your quarterback see aliens than ghosts. Also, a lot of people uh, adding By in the their, way, their own great UFOs. Poll question. Great poll question. What would you rather your quarterback <laughs> see, aliens or ghosts? Great question. That's right. So right let's just say this. Sound like a barge. If Baker Mayfield is well, not guys. on the field, okay, because then then he then he's or if let's just put it this way, if Baker Mayfield is now making. Uh, towers out of mashed potatoes instead of preparing for the 2021 season. Heading the devil's tower. Then he's seen an alien. Okay. Then he's headed right. He's pointing <laughs> he's to the alien he's right now. It. That's it. Right in the sky. Well done, Don Bowie. There it is. He's pointing to the alien. Uh, or <laughs> aliens are ghosts. There. <laughs> yes, I would rather. Let's have up? a quarterback see at, aliens. At Rich Eisen show, aliens or ghosts? <laughs> aliens or ghosts. What man. would you rather your quarterback see? Yeah. Aliens or ghosts? Yeah. No question. Aliens is going to win 80 to 20%. Well, there's one alien you really don't want to see, the actual alien monster, because that will kill you. That's true. That's With a ghost. Yeah, you know. ghost. Game over, man. Game over, man. <laughs> We're finished. It could be Casper. It's All a friendly right. ghost. Facts, you know? Yeah, it could be a friendly ghost, though. Look, so. Um, <laughs> That's true. Oh, Rich, right out of the gate, 80-20 aliens. 80-20 aliens, no question. Right out of the gate. Uh, <laughs> uh, again. Early uh, results. One quarterback that sees aliens has won a playoff game. The other one who has seen ghosts, the general manager is taking offers on right now. I think that just sums it all up for you yeah, right Don, now. Don and I were workshopping an actual poll But question. Baker Mayfield knows. <laughs> Baker Mayfield knows when he hits send on oh, sure, that, sure, sure. that it's going to create an absolute dumpster fire. I think. But he was, I'm sure. He maybe did. They maybe did actually see that. But he also oh, knows. I absolutely think they saw something. And I right. absolutely think. He's going to, I'll just mess with some. I, I'm also, no, I don't shows. think he's messing with anything. Almost 100% is the way this tweet starts, which is already, you know. Not entirely accurate. Uh, so that make it about ninety five percent, ninety percent. M and I. It just sounds to me as well like uh, his wife said, "You got to put it on Twitter. Go out and Twitter. We we just tweet it out because she was probably freaked out. Yeah. That what if somebody was, else saw something? Right. Like right. you've got to use your platform here. And Baker knows as he's got hovering over the send button. Like, oh, this is gonna. It's gonna. I mean, the, the, the locker room. I know I'm gonna hear it from my guys. I know I'm gonna see a bunch of memes of Colin Coward saying that I'm a terrible quarterback because I'm seeing aliens right now. He'd have an ET life size doll in his locker if I was part of that team. That, you know what I mean? Like, like it's coming. Get him a he phone. knows it's gonna happen. Signs, phone home. You know, oh, it'd be all in done. stadiums. There's gonna be signs. Phone the hecklers. Home. There is a lot of people who have been seeing UFOs lately, though, guys, or something that they believe. Oh, I mean, are we, if we're going down this territory, <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I mean, literally, I, like in the last are, like we, two, three months, sir, I've seen sir, an uptake on I this. I will say this into the microphone here on the Rich Eisen show. Uh -oh. I will say we are not alone. 
That's a fact. Come on, yeah. We are not alone. Uh, you know, period. You believe in aliens? <sighs> Hell yeah. Whoa. Ooh. Absolutely. It's a big world. It's a big universe out there, man. You know, if Baker Mayfield shows up next Whoa. year looking like he's wearing a Baker Mayfield skin outfit, <laughs> all right? And then, <laughs> right? And all, and, and then suddenly. Nobody, so suddenly nobody in Cleveland remembers the 2020 season ever happened. Then, then he's seen an alien. Okay, Wilford Brimley. We can bring him in. No, but that was a Men in Black reference. No, I know, a cocoon, cocoon reference. But cocoon were aliens. They were aliens. They were that. I know. Okay, I think this has run its course. Okay. Uh, I don't know, Rich. <laughs> I think we can get this out of the It hasn't, I but know. I need to take a break. So I can't tell Jack McCollum, who I've been reading, you know, forever. Yeah. Sorry we were late for you. We were talking about Baker Mayfield maybe seeing an alien. Almost 100% seeing an alien. Yes. Which is, by the way, that is straight out of Mike Del Tufo language. Almost 100%. Almost 100%. <laughs> and he's talking. Who knew? Baker is fluent in Del Tufo. Yes. Jack McCallum of the Dream Team Tapes podcast coming up. (laughs) Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Before you leave, I'd like to play a game that we've created here called Start, Bench, Cut, similar to that, you know, blank, marry, kill game that we always used to play as kids. Okay. <laughs> Did we, as kids, play that? Uh, or, or as collegiate, or, like last or, or adults, or yeah, la- yeah. last week. Yeah, okay. last week. We call it Start, Bench, Cut. So you can have to start somebody, bench somebody, and cut somebody, and we will have a Game of Thrones theme to it. Yes. Okay. All right. What's the first one, Chris Brockman? What do you uh, have for The first one is your favorite Game of Thrones character. Uh, okay, hold on. So give him the three. Khaleesi, Jon Snow, Jorah Mormont. Mm, you, start, have to bench, st- cut. you have to start, start bench, one, cut. bench one, and cut. I'm starting Khaleesi, Mother of Dragons, Breaker of Chains. Um, mm-hmm. I'm uh, mm-hmm. benching Jora, and I'm cutting John. Cutting John? Oh, wow. You can't have any rivalry. John, he's trying to, you know, he's, <laughs> he's can't, but he's trying to get in there. Oh, my God. We got to cut, we gotta cut wow. John. Okay. Didn't see that coming. Okay. It's cutthroat, because we also knew, one of the many times we have conversations, you, you're a big Jora fan. I right? am. 
I am, and now that he's got the, the he's back. Grayscale out, you know, yeah, he's, he's back. Okay. So that Jon Snow's out, and Jon's out, he could be in. Okay. Not related, but yeah, I know he. <laughs> I, I don't think that matters. <laughs> yes, Game of Thrones. All right, well, give another one right there. Okay, the nastiest mf'er on Game of Thrones. You have to start one. You have to bench one and cut one. Ramsey Bolton, Walder Frey, Joffrey. If it's nastiest, I mean, you got to start Ramsey. He's the worst. I mean, he is yeah, okay. the woke, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He's the worst of all time. Worst of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to bench Joffrey because he's close. Mm-hmm. You know, he the stuff that he did. I mean, Sansa's put up with all this crap from the men in her life. She's exactly. a big better man. Exactly. Right? And so I'm going to bench Walter Frey. He's up there, but his death was... Okay. Uh, was exciting. So you cut him. He's out. He's cut out. Him. Okay. Well, which he actually was, in fact, cut. Right. Oh, yeah. Literally Thanks. from all that. Okay. And then we'll just do one more uh, favorite movie. Okay. The three choices are Shawshank Redemption, The Fugitive, You've Got Mail, <laughs> Start Bench Cut. I'm, I'm starting The Fugitive. I mean, Tommy Lee and, and uh, Harrison Ford, fantastic. The best, movie. right? I'm going to bench Shawshank. Phenomenal movie mm-hmm. as well. And I'm cutting. You've got mail. <laughs> he loves you've got mail. You've got mail. It's not even the best Tom Hanks Meg Ryan movie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it's exactly. modern times. Like, online yeah, and all that stuff. Sleepless in Seattle. That was like a phone call on a radio show. No yeah, one. But you've that. got dial-up. You've got dial-up email. Yeah, Come on now. You guys are you guys are wrong. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for all of our archive material, including that chat with Aaron Rodgers, all our chats with Aaron Rodgers and everything else over the seven-year history of our show is sitting right there. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, along with our show here on Peacock TV. Go to PeacockTV.com to get us every day between 12 and 3. It is free, and there's so many great things to watch right here on Peacock. Uh, and joining us right here on the Rich Eisen Show, I apologize that uh, we were late. I won't say why. All right. We were talking about Baker Mayfield seeing aliens for a little too much longer than possible. From Diversion Podcasts comes a new season of the Dream Team Tapes. Uh, he hosts this uh, along with Jay Adonde, who's going to be joining us next week. The first season focused on the Dream Team. Season two about Kobe, LeBron, and the Redream, the Redeem Team. Enjoyed this man's work for so many years in Sports Illustrated. Jack McCallum joining me here. How are you, Jack? I'm doing okay, Rich. I thought you called me to talk about my coverage of the 1980 Baltimore Colts for the Baltimore News American. I was the beat writer uh, for that 1980. I thought that's what we were doing. So <laughs> who was on that 1980 team, Jack? Who was on that 80 team? Uh, well, it was it was a uh, – the big story was Curtis uh, Dickey, you know, who was one of the world's fastest men, was coming in as a rookie at running back, and he was in the backfield. Joe Washington was on that team. Burt Jones – Quarterback, uh, pretty good defensive line. Fred Cook, Mike Barnes, Herb Orvis. Was uh, was, Ed, was Ernie or Corsi in the front office? Ernie Ernie saved me, man. I mean, uh, who was the old the old guy? Dick Dick Szymanski uh, mm-hmm. was the general manager, and you know he looked at reporters like they were worms. <laughs> and Ernie Ernie was the assistant GM, and he was just. He was fantastic. I mean, you know, he was half of a press guy even when he was even when he was running teams. So he, I, if Ernie wasn't there, uh, it would have been a you know kind of an unpleasant season. But uh, yeah, he he was uh, he was uh, 
the assistant GM on that team. Who? So, uh, Jack McCallum here on the Rich Eisen Show. Your first NBA assignment for Sports Illustrated was what, Jack? Well, the first one was actually when I got there was uh, was John Lucas, and John at the time was going through his uh, cocaine problems. But due to the restrictions of the uh, of the union, the player, the agreement at that time, he couldn't really admit. <laughs> so I was, he couldn't, you know, say the word cocaine that admitted that he had trouble with it. Hmm. So I sort of wrote this story about, well, you know, John's had some troubles, and there's some rumors that it's uh, cocaine. But so it was just this bizarre story. When I got on the beat, though, a couple of years later, my first season was eighty five, eighty six. And I just hit it so lucky. I mean, it was height of Larry Magic. Michael came into the league. Barkley came into the league. Dominique was in the league. The Pistons were getting better. It was it was a golden age, and I just <laughs> I just stepped into it uh, by fortune. What was your relationship with David Stern like, being a member of the media at that time um, throughout the years, was, Jack? I, I, I guess the word was uh, was nuanced uh, would probably be. <laughs> you know, David was, I, I'll tell you the great thing about him, and when he died last year on January 1st, uh, you know, it didn't dawn on me. And then I started sending out some tweets, and about eight hours later, I just found myself, like, really emotionally involved. And I didn't see that coming, and I, I figured it was because you know, Stern, like I said, you wouldn't be talking to me now or anybody would if I hadn't covered that era of basketball. And Stern, you know, was driving the engine. I mean, Stern was a lot of the fuel. And uh, even and I always liked talking to him because it was a it was a challenge. I mean, he would he would start in by saying, you know, none of this uh, McCallum is on the record and he'd talk for an hour and a half. And I'd get back and I'd go. You know, he never really said we were going back on the record. So he just always wanted to kind of one-up you. And he didn't hold grudges. You know, if you wrote something that pissed him off uh, about the league, you know, he would read you the riot act, and then he would he would talk. You know, he didn't shut you out. So I respected the, the man deeply. Jack McCollum here on the Rich Eisen Show from Sports Illustrated, and now the Dream Team Tapes podcast. For those who might not uh, know about your pod, uh, what what do you mean by Dream Team Tapes? What does that mean? Well, Jack? that was kind of the hook they put on it because the Dream Team Tapes was the first season. I did a podcast last year that was very successful, mainly because it was about the Dream Team. So because that was so successful, they kind of kept calling season two the Dream Team Tape season two, even though it is, you know, it is about solely Kobe, LeBron, and the 2008 Redeem Team, which was sort of the next Olympic team you kind of remember after the, uh, after the 92 uh, Dream Team. So kind of a, more of a marketing thing. It's about the 2008 team that Krzyzewski coached and uh Kobe and LeBron were the were the main players on it. Dwayne Wade it was a great team. Yeah, I mean we see a photograph of them holding up their gold medals with uh, Carmelo there as well. Um, so what 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 do you want people to know about? I guess the first and also second seasons here about what they can get by uh, listening to your pod, Jack. Give well, me a the, good story. The, uh, too. The, the first season's pretty evident. I mean, the Dream Team tapes. I had done a book on them back in 2012, so I had saved by some miracle, uh, 
all of the audio from talking to Larry, Magic, Michael, David, Pat, you know, all those guys. Yes. So the Dream Team takes the first season is about, you know, me telling the story, and I have their audio as a backup, which Amazing. is fortunate because it's hard to get those guys now. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it, it was, you know, it was. I was so lucky to have saved it, and it was easy to tell that story. Uh, season two, uh, we weren't able to get LeBron, but we have a lot of the – Mike Krzyzewski gave us, uh, you know, like an hour and a half, and uh, Chris Bosch, uh, Carmelo was great, uh, Jason Kidd, uh, Darren Williams, Jerry Colangelo, who had been put in charge of the team. And it's kind of about how far our fortunes, internationally at least, had fallen, that we had fit, got a bronze medal in the 2004 Olympics, that, uh, and everybody you know, just hated that team, and it was getting to the point nobody gave a damn about the Olympic team. You know, it had fallen since the Dream Team. So David Stern put Colangelo in charge, the godfather. Yes. And, you know, he convened the five families, you know, together. And he said, uh, you know, he picked Krzyzewski as a coach over Greg Popovich, which was somewhat of a counterintuitive uh, decision since Pop was a respected NBA coach. And the big thing he did, Rich, was get commitments out of these, he got three-year commitments out of these main guys, which was LeBron, Kobe, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo, uh, a couple other guys. He said, "Look, you're only you're going to be here these three summers. None of this. I don't know whether I'm playing or I'm injured or uh, something else is going on." And that's what turned around our uh, international basketball fortunes. And I mean, we're just showing some photographs as you're talking here, Jack Jack McCallum here on the Rich Eisen Show, and. You know, just seeing, again, Magic and Larry and Michael and the Dream Team and then Kobe and LeBron and Wade and Paul and Kidd and Carmelo. I mean, this is the story of the NBA of the, I guess, last 40 years when when the league has absolutely exploded in international popularity. And this is the story. I mean, obviously, uh, David Stern's no longer with us, but... You, you can kind of tell the story of the explosion of the sport internationally with some of the most famous players in the history of, of professional sports um, through these two teams, in a way. Yeah, no question. I mean, this this is a sport. You know, it's not a secret. Let's face it. It's a sport that's marketed on the backs of individual uh, players. And one of the interesting things that J.A. and I talk about, and we're always doing it even when we're not recording. You know, he's in Chicago and I'm in Pennsylvania, so we spend a lot of time staring at each other in Zoom. Uh, you know, to make the comparison, it's like Michael, Kobe, these aren't exact, but Kobe is Michael. LeBron is magic. Surprisingly, Carmelo turns out to be kind of a Barkley figure, like the guy that kept everybody uh, loose at practice. Wade is kind of the Pippin guy, like he was at height of his career, high energy, uh, played offense, played defense. So, uh, as you said, you know, those bold-faced names are pretty much the history of the league from 1984 till now. And the other thing that dawned, us, dawned on us was the 2003 draft produced LeBron at number one. I'll give you a dollar if you can say the number two pick, but you're a football man. Why would you know that? Number three is Carmelo. Number four is Bosch. Number five is Wade. Number two was Darko Milicic, by the way. 
<laughs> well, my producer, Chris Brockman, got in my ear as you were saying it, Jack. I was going to try and sound smart, but I'll, I'll pass oh, the ball to my – I, I try to make my teammates look good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, you know, that's the basketball mentality. Phil, you know, like it, we, we're, we're very zen triangle-like here on, on the show. I, I should have let you – you know, and the okay. interesting <laughs> thing is, you know, Dwayne's out of the league. Bosch is out of the league. Carmelo's, uh, you know, now with the Trailblazers. LeBron, this is 2003 draft. LeBron, it's 2021. He's still what? If he's not the best player in the league, he's the second best or he's the third best. I would still argue probably all-around game. He's the best. So his dominance of that era really, I mean, you didn't need a podcast to tell you, but the more we talk about him and you start to compare other players who were around there and things, and to have that guy still on top uh, is really really a remarkable thing one of the co-hosts of uh the diversion podcast the dream team tapes i'm gonna have ja uh, donde on next week uh right now jack mccallum here so we're comparing the dream team and the redeem team uh is there a member uh of the redeem team who was kept off because kobe was pissed about even the concept <laughs> of playing with them <laughs> is, is there is there one of those as well or since kobe's the Ma- uh, michael of this uh redeem team well, Isaiah yeah. wanted to play on the 2018 <laughs> team, but oh, he had been retired for 15 years. But no, there is not that exact. Uh, there is not that. What was interesting was that you know this team had uh, tryouts. You know, you you can't appoint tw- even though Colangelo said we need this commitment. You know, he he had got, obviously he wants LeBron, obviously he wants Kobe, obviously he wants Dwayne Wade. But he had a you know a tryout system. So a lot of guys that were playing even in 2006, they played in the World Championships, and they played in a qualifier the next year. They had to. A few of those guys that played in that were not on the final um, redeem team. Chauncey Billups, uh, Mike Miller, a couple, uh, Mari Stoudemire, a couple other guys. So if there were hard feelings, and I'm sure there were. Uh, it, it did not get anywhere near the attention of the the Michael Isaiah contra attempt, which still <laughs> that happened in 1992, and I could still make a radio circuit, you know, kind of uh, kind of uh, talking about it because you know both of those guys loom so large Jack, in, in the history of the NBA. Jack, there's no question, and I, I'm I want to delve into that right now. There's no question that it is still relevant. And it is still of high interest. You mentioned that was 1992. This thing got, as you know, dredged up, for the lack of a better phrase, by the last dance last year when we were all focused as a country on it because we were all just going into lockdown in this awful pandemic. And we on this show and other shows like it, treating it uh, on a Monday morning as if it was the biggest sporting event uh, the night before. We were talking about it. Everyone was talking about it. Uh, I'm sure your your podcast, your Dream Team Tapes podcast, season one, was buoyed by the level of interest born of this. Did Michael keep Isaiah off that team in 92 or not? Because it seemed like some in the last dance, we were still dancing around the subject matter, Jack. Well, what, what pushed the Dream Team Tapes to the success it had was the fact that I have Michael on tape telling me that he didn't want Isaiah on the Dream Team. I went to interview Michael in 2010 or 11, and, you know, my main thought was, how am I going to get around to the Isaiah question? There's, other st- there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about. 
But Michael kind of went to it himself, you know. And he said, you know, I didn't want him on the team. And there's, you know, so there's it's sort of like World War One. There's 37 reasons why it started, but the reason for us was the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand. The main reason that Isaiah was not on the dream team was that Michael Jordan didn't want him. And, you know, period. And, you you know, people that defend Isaiah could say all day, legitimately, that, uh, hey, the guy, you know, he won two championships. Um, he was great at his best. He was probably better than John Stockton. And I would say all that is correct. I hear you. But in the year 1991, when they were picking the team, would you be the one to pick Isaiah Thomas over Michael Jordan? And the answer to that is, no, you would not be, be that person. I don't care who you are. Right. So and, you know, and, and we, but we had Rod Thorne on the show um, after he appeared in The Last Dance, and we were trying to you know, dissect it that, that did Michael ever communicate it to another human being or everybody who was surrounding the Dream Team's selection process just assumed – just knew Michael would ha- would not countenance the actual countenance of Isaiah uh, 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 on that roster at all because Dumars was allowed and Chuck Daly was the coach and yeah. so w- did Michael ever communicate that to somebody who then put it into practice at yes. all? Yes, he did, and I I wrote that at the time because of very very good source, not Jordan himself. A very, very good source. This is back in 1991 when the team was picked, told me. And the reason that everyone has danced around the subject was because you can get out of it. Well, Michael didn't pick the team. You know, there was a whole committee. So the whole committee had to decide, blah, blah, blah. But Michael Michael let it be known. And I'm not going to say to who because this person has already denied it and you know you can live your own truth as uh jordan once said it's not a lie if you believe it That's right. uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know I, I just know that it was it was known and the interesting thing to me rich is that bill lambeer had the clearest point about it and that was if they would have picked that team a year earlier or two years earlier let's say 89 90 and they kept Isaiah off, I'm not sure they could have done it. The Pistons are rolling. They won two straight. They won 89 and 90. Isaiah is playing at a top, top, top level. The Pistons are the, are the greatest thing going. Would Michael have pushed it at that point? I don't know. But even Lambeer admits it was easier. By 91, the Bulls had taken over. The Pistons were a little bit passe. Isaiah was not at the top of his game. He got injured somewhere in there. I don't remember exactly. So it was a little bit easier. So, uh, you know, it would have been a very interesting thing if the team was a year later. But don't let anybody ever tell you that Michael Jordan did not let it be known that he did not want to play with Isaiah and had backup for many other people on the team. What if Magic would have said, Oh, no, man, Isaiah's my guy. You know, he's got to play. Shut up, Michael. That didn't happen either. And so that is another reason people always say, well, it wasn't just Michael. That's right, it wasn't just Michael. 
but it was primarily Michael. Well, as a diehard Nick fan who had to sit through the Bad Boys era because I was going to the University of Michigan at the time, I'm more than happy to poke more holes through Bill Lambeer. Um, if it was held two years before, that was before Isaiah and the rest of the team and Lambeer didn't sh- refuse to shake hands with Jordan after Jordan finally beat him. You know what I mean? That doesn't make much sense either in the timeline, right, Jack? You well, know, like that had the, something to do with it. The, that that really might have put it over the top. That might have been the, the Archduke Ferdinand shooting, you know, after all those years of buildup. You know well, what I mean? The not, the not shaking hands with the Bulls uh, happened in the, the, the Eastern Conference Finals of 91. So they, they ended up announcing the team. That was like in May of 91. They so they had the not team. yet. Oh, I got it. Oh, uh, maybe that's part of the reason why he didn't shake hands. They knew it. Yeah, I don't think, I'm it. not sure he knew it at that point. But the interesting thing about this, right? I, you know, you don't forget it was that the guy that was unbelievable skating had a pair of ice skates on was Chuck Daly. I mean, he coaches the team. You know? Right. He doesn't. He doesn't see to get his captain on there. Not only that, then he becomes Michael's best buddy. I mean, the two friendship stories from the 1992 Olympics are Larry Bird and Patrick Ewing and Michael Jordan and Chuck Daly, who that? played golf every day together. So I never felt good about this Isaiah thing. He's not only gets uh, – I'm not saying he didn't do some of this to deserve it, but he not only doesn't make the team, then he has to watch his mm. coach, who he's going to play for the next season, you know, be buddy-buddy with the guy that uh, kept him off. It was a very mm. – a very tough pill for Isaiah. Jack, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. At McCallum12, check out from Diversion Podcast, a new season of the Dream Team Tapes podcast. Thanks for the call, Jack. Okay, Rick. Thank you. You bet. That's Jack McCallum. So Back here to wrap up Hour 2 in a moment. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. The following is a paid advertisement from the International Brotherhood of Bald People. Do you believe that you're missing out on the finer things in life because of your lack of hair? Are confidence, vitality, and love only for the Fabios of this world? Are you sad because you have more hair growing out of your ears and nose than you do on the top of your head? Does hair truly equal happiness? No, it doesn't. Hi, I'm Rich Eisen, and I'm here to say that it's time for the follically challenge to draw a line in the sand and redefine what manhood truly is. Chemical applications, medical procedures, you've tried them all in the desperate hopes of regrowing your hair. The results? An empty wallet and you looking like a Chia pet. However, now there is another option. The Bald Brotherhood. Our motto? No hair? 
don't care. That's right, Rich. We're flipping the script because bald is beautiful. And if you're on the fence about shaving your head or removing that lame toupee, our beautiful crisis hotline is standing by to help you take the plunge. These certified, handsome operators will give you free, confidential support anytime, 24-7. They feel your pain. They were once living in the shadows just like you. Bad comb-overs, ridiculous wigs, part of their daily lives. But thanks to the brotherhood, they're now living their best lives. And you can too. How many championships did Jordan win with hair? Zero. How many win when he was bald? Six. These are stats, baby. Stats and facts. Come on home. It's the Chrome Dome, baby. Shine with me. We got LeBron. Oh, keep him on. Just keep him on line. Hello? 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 LeBron? We lost him. Three and five in the finals, whatever. Hey, I've got Tiger. Thank you, Bald Brotherhood. Balder is better. I couldn't have done it without you, Bald Brotherhood. Thank you. Less is more. Thank you, Bald Brotherhood. Now I'm fresh and clean. Well, I guess I won't be needing this anymore. Thanks, Bald Brotherhood. What can I say? My life has changed. And don't forget, I'm not only the founder of the Bald Brotherhood, I'm also a member. Join the movement now. Didn't we get uh, a tweet sent to our account of somebody who is sh- who said, I'm shaving all of my hair off because of that spot? Didn't we get that? I sent it around to everybody, right? I believe right? so. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> very, very Where do you want to be a factor? That's all we want to be. We just want to be a factor. Just come on home, people. Just come on home. Just come come on back, home, right? Man. And uh, our, did our friend... In the Todd Durkin workout, seem to have a little bit of something extra. Did you see that? I saw it. Did you notice that? I saw Picked it. that up? I noticed. That makes me think he's going to TV, quite Ooh. honestly. Jason Witten. So we're going to leave it at that. Going full Witten. Just leave it at that. Wow. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Back going here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, do you think somebody lied to me on this show? And I'm like, hey, did Jordan ever tell you I don't want to play with? He had to, Michael Jordan had to have communicated to somebody in position of power. That guy is not on this team. That guy and Isaiah Thomas is not on this. And and dude, this was this is a huge story again. Right around last May, when that episode of The Last Dance, yeah, hit, right, yeah, big time. And McCollum said he has him on tape, and that's why his podcast was through the roof. Whenever we talked Dream Team last May, we we could see our numbers on our 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 YouTube feed and things of that nature. Yeah, no doubt about it. Because it's two guys who are, I mean, this is a a third. This is a this is a thirty year old war. Yeah, it's a thirty year old end of the war. Well, David, it's over. Mike won. I know. Yeah, at the end of the day. And Jack makes a good point. There's other dream teamers who who could have, like, stood up and say, no, we we, we can't do this. Or somebody who's in charge of the roster saying, Michael, I I understand how you feel about this, you know, but come on. And I I was trying to put it in, and I'm I'm glad Jack real-time fact-checked me because they chose the team before Isaiah and Lambeer and the rest of the Pistons refused to shake Jordan and the Bulls' hands after Jordan and the Bulls finally beat them after getting their bad boy brains beaten in. And and the guy, you know, again, just the history of it, if Jordan wasn't going to 
like anybody, obviously Isaiah is one of them, it, out, for, forget about the personality because he was just a dynamite guy. Joe Dumars was the Jordan Rules guy. That was it. He was the Not guy who stopper. shut. He was yeah. the stopper. He was the stopper. Jordan stopper. The Jordan Rules. Oh, yeah. I know that's the name of the book about the idea about how the team handled Jordan or didn't. But he was the he was Joe Dumars was the stopper and Chuck Daly was the the coach the coach and both of those guys yeah those those guys are fine Isaiah no 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 and so for Jordan to base the, you can't put this team together with all those stars and glean from Michael yeah let's not twitch in the direction of Isaiah he had to have communicated and Jack said he did and he won't name who that person is because that person has denied it. We, we can figure out. Somebody who it just is. please, yeah. whoever that person is, just write it in a note and place it in your will and testament. <laughs> Upon my passing, I will let it be known. Michael Jordan told me not to put Isaiah Thomas on the dream team. What if it was Chuck Daly Ooh. who couldn't come oh, out and oh, say oh, anything? Oh, 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 no chance. Oh. Ah, no chance? Right. Boy, that is, the, that is the most jaw-dropping one of all. Think about it. Mafia, they kept it quiet. No chance. That's not the one. No that way. Would be amazing. No way. The, well, the, we can't say no the, the chance. The one has man. to be Rod Thorne, who was on this show, or Colangelo, right? Or David Stern. What if it was magic? Yeah, magic. Look at you. Well, I'm TJ's saying you gotta look at him. you gotta look at people you wouldn't necessarily suspect. And it. those are two people that you would not suspect. That's true. That's true. Great point by Jack, too. It's that journalism degree, Rich. I'm, I'm digging. Isaiah must have been watching his coach become oh, best friends, friends with, with Michael George. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, tee oh. it up. Playing golf every day. Not every other day. Every single Chuck day. Chuck Daly was a boss, man. He was. He was. He was a boss. Whew. Wow. Those Pistons teams would put you on your ass. Get him a body bag. <laughs> Get him a body bag. Yep. Rick Mahorn is another name that doesn't get mentioned a lot. Yeah, Lambeer Rick gets all the headlines. Lambeer, because he was the he was the dirt, he was the cheapest one of them. Yeah. You don't want to fight Lambeer, Rick. Lambeer, Rick Mahorn. Rodman, James Buddha Edwards. James, James Buddha Edwards. Man. Let's not forget one of the greatest nicknames in the history of sports. Vinny. The microwave, Johnson. I mean, the microwave, microwave is an amazing, amazing nickname because he would just come off the bench and get red hot. Can like we bring literally, that back to somebody. It's actually great literally name. red hot. The microwave. He would come off the, the bench and just yeah. shoot threes. And What's they your, rocked. The, they rocked those short thigh meat shorts sure. too. They back did then. I know? What's your nickname, Rich? What do we got? We got a <laughs> good one. I don't know. <laughs> Definitely not Davis. the microwave for my forty. <laughs> That's for for sure. Hey, look who's coming up. Macklemore's coming up on hey, this show. He's going to talk go. about his new golf line, but we might mention Russell Wilson or two. Michael Holly was going to is going to be on hour number three. He will help us take us to his show. Uh, we haven't spoken to him in a few weeks. Did he play uh, Donkey Kong with Carnell Lake or what was it? Punch Out? What nah, was it? I mean, he played a Madden. lot of what was it? What, NBA Jam? NBA is what Jam. Played with yeah. Carnell Lake. <laughs> nah, he played a lot of Madden against me though, or Super Tech Mobile, I should say. Okay. Where does our poll question currently stand right now, Chris? Oh, baby, we've got a few out there right now. We've got a few? We've got a few. I thought it was just like, would would you rather your quarterback see aliens or ghosts? Well, before I put up like an NBA MVP one, because everyone's talking about that, and Bede went nuts last night. Uh, Yeah, he's 40 and 19, right? Yeah. So I put that out there. Who's NBA MVP right now? Harden had another triple-double. 
Embiid leads the way, 39% over 26 for Jokic and 25 for LeBron. Not a lot of love for James Harden. Well, then I threw out, uh, would you rather your quarterback see aliens or ghosts? <laughs> um, you were on this one, Rich. 81.5% aliens. Of course, you don't want your quarterback seeing ghosts. Yeah. And then oh, by act- the way, outstanding. Look who's in the X-Files wow. photograph right there. Look at that. Baker. <laughs> you send me that so I can put that under this poll? Yeah, we should. The and, then, uh, and then an actual NFL one. Which fan base most wants their QB back from 2020 based on Big Ben? So Steelers, Saints, Falcons, Patriots. Patriots are going to win that one, right? Falcons at 36%. Oh, no, Falcons. oh I'm right sorry. Now. Oh, from 2020. Yeah, I got who it. wants their quarterback from okay. last year back? How about do you want your quarterback from 2019 back? Yeah. <laughs> Patriots, Patriots win that one. Patriots. Going away. <laughs> it's like you're seeing aliens and ghosts. But Saints, 33%. 100%. The Saints don't want their quarterback back. Oh. Don? Like, Don. Be, Don Bowie? Be, be honest with yourself. Do you want your quarterback back or not? Yes or no? For $1 million a year, yes, is what he's saying. No, 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 no. 20% Steelers. So many people are like, let's see what a younger quarterback can do with Sean Payton. Let's see what Jameis can do. Let's see what Mariota can do. Russell Wilson Russell can do. Wilson's not walking through that door. <laughs> Sean <New> Watson. <laughs> if, you know, the only reason why is because Seattle doesn't have an NBA team, so you can't throw Zion into the deal. <laughs> <laughs> that's it oh yes oh, that's the one there you go that's the that one is amazing. we are going hunting for that aliens phenomenal. love that one send me that <laughs>